is your destiny. Flawless victory. Choose your destiny. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Mortal Kombat Fantasy Football Podcast, The Fantasy Roast. Got it right, Chris, you bitch. I'm back from Mexico. Your host, Ryan Wolke, owner of the Tupac Wookies, the one and eight, the shittiest team in the league, bottom of the barrel, Tupac Wookies, loud and proud, motherfuckers, here with my co host, owner of the undefeated. Grand Poobas. And glad to have you back from Mexico where you go from uno y ocho to <laughs> uno y nueva. Oh, no, 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 no. I was uno y siete. I went to uno y ocho. Oh, uh, and now si, you go to uno si. y nueva. Ah, muy bien, muy bien. All right, man. Well, yeah, you did a really good job on the podcast last week. Just wanted to give you a shout out to everybody. You know, I hope everybody listened to it. I know they don't listen to my boring ass. Half the league doesn't, but you did a killer job last week. Your voice was probably way more entertaining than mine has ever been in hosting the pod. And, you know, your your segments were, were down pat. You even had a really funny lock of the week. You only missed two things, really, in in my opinion. One, you didn't do the beer of the week, kind of disappointing. Two, uh, you didn't do the Bud Light Real Men of Genius commercials, and I was I was kind of sad about that. Yeah, uh, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, this shit is not easy, <laughs> and uh, I kind of got lost and tired, and so I just said fuck it. <laughs> and the last thing I was, so I couldn't figure out how to convert a video to mp3 file uh without risking downloading a virus so what i actually uh-huh. did was i turned i i turned the volume up on my laptop and then i hit record so that the the sound when i hit play on the video it played the video and then i was also recording it so i just recorded whatever the noise was coming through which meant that any of those audios I had to listen to the entire way through to record. So <laughs> well, that's, uh, I was not about to do any more of that than I had to. Yeah, I don't I, see. I don't have to worry about the whole virus thing because I watch so much porn that I don't have to really worry oh. about the MP3. It actually like cancels each other out. Exactly. Yeah, it's like its yeah. own mal. It's like its own uh, spyware program. You're sending. It's it's like a vaccine. Like you're sending a virus into your computer to yeah, battle the bigger virus. Exactly. Later. Exactly. Basically, so, I've beat COVID. That exactly. That's awesome. Well, well, good to have you back. Thanks, man. No, it's it's great to have great to have you back. We got a special guest on the show this week. Much more entertaining than the dull owner of the Texas Gunslingers. Can't wait for you guys to hear that one. But before we get there, we've had some major major trades. Waves across the entire league one week before the trade deadline. Early trade deadline movement. We're yep. going to start off with some breaking news. Well, yeah, I want yeah, I want to let some news out. So uh, there is a trade that is about to go down, and uh, it actually may have gone down. The Grand Poobahs are going to acquire 
wide receiver Julio Jones from the Tiger Kings for running back Todd Gurley. Death to the league. Death to the league. Rest in peace to everyone for the next year because we have to listen to the Grand Poobahs talk about their championship in 2020, which would be their fifth championship. It's going to happen. They're stacked now. You got, you have stacked your team. No matter what happens, if you have one player that has a down week, it doesn't matter. You've got three others that are going to step up to the plate. It's over. It's over for everybody. I'm calling the shot now. Yeah, we felt good about the trade. I mean, I think the hardest part of it was trading away one of our best players to date in Todd Gurley. Uh, but low yards per carry average. Uh, I don't really like how the Falcons sub him out on certain drives. Meanwhile, our receivers beyond Devontae Adams were a huge liability. So being a and, and we had four running backs. We got Miles Sanders from Team Raiden a week ago. Uh, for I don't still have a, any idea how that trade went down. But now we've still got our three running backs that we feel are top ten guys. And now we've got Devontae Adams and Julio Jones at wide receiver one and two. So as tough as it is to get uh, to send Todd Gurley out, bid you adieu. Appreciate your service. Thank you for your service, Todd Gurley. Uh, We're we excited about the future with Julio Jones. And, and with that, I'm, I'm going to make my bet of the week right now. My bet okay, of the week. Go. My bet of the week is going to be that the Grand Poobahs are going to win the championship this year. And this that pisses me off. It, it pains me to say that. And and it's going to be so painful that I'm going to put myself through more pain if he does do it. And if sorry, if he does not do it, um, Ryan's doing reverse psychology. I already know what you're doing. The, Every bet of the week you make is lost, so you're doing this in hopes that it jinxes me and I don't win. We'll see. We'll see how it pays off for you. Is that your strategy? Uh, no, it wasn't, but now it kind of is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so if the if the Poobahs win, don't win the championship. If the Poobahs do not win the championship. I will do a beer mile. Uh-huh. In the this it, is a win-win for me. Yeah, I I will do a beer mile if they do not win the championship. So defining beer mile, define it. So the terms. A, a beer mile is I have to chug a beer every quarter mile. Oh wow, this will be amazing. Yep. So I'm gonna have to. If, we're gonna go to if, the nearest high school track. Can I do that? Is that legal? No. No, here's what we're gonna do. We'll do it one better. If you if this happens and you have to do your beer mile, I'm gonna follow you in my pickup truck and every quarter mile I'm gonna toss <laughs> beer out of the truck and you have to chug it. And I'm gonna be driving behind you, honking, flashing my lights and recording all of this. Okay. That's fine. We'll do it if we can do it in your neighborhood. Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. Done deal. So if the Poobahs don't win the championship, I will be doing a beer mile where Chris will be following me in his truck, hurting me like I'm a cattle, <laughs> and handing me a beer every quarter mile and recording me vomiting as I <laughs> finish the beer wow. mile. Epic. All right. And, and we have another deal, though. Uh, actually, two more. Uh, and it's almost a three-team trade, but we're going to introduce it the way we learned. Trade one, 
Ryan, you trade Travis Kelsey, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, Tyler Lockett, and Chase Claypool uh, to Alex, and you get Nick Chubb, James Conner, and Mike Evans. Then you turn around and flip Conner, Evans, and Antonio Brown. It was a waiver pickup for you a couple weeks ago, and you get Drew Brees, Damian Harris, and Michael Thomas. So damage at the end of it. You pick up Drew Brees, Nick Chubb, Damian Harris, and Michael Thomas. You traded Edwards Alaire, Lockett, Claypool, and Kelsey and Antonio Brown. Yep. Uh, I woke up this morning and uh, I was one and eight. Shittiest team in the league. I'm still the shittiest team in the league. Um, so I said, what the fuck do I have to lose? I'm just going to blow this whole thing up, make some waves in the league. Um, and so I did. Um, I traded Travis Kelsey, who was my one probably good player that I had on my team. Um, I did trade Clyde Edwards-Hilaire and Tyler Lockett, both of whom were complete disappointments on my team. Um, and I, I traded Antonio Brown, who I've been trying to deal for the last three weeks since I picked him up and haven't gotten much for him. So at the end of the day, you know, I think I put myself at least in a position where I have a completely different team than the already shitty team that I had. So who the fuck cares? Um, and I hope that I made Matt's team worse in the process so I get to play him in the toilet bowl. Yeah, I, I definitely understand some of your points. Uh, getting value for Antonio Brown, you know, and, and, and timing it right. You, you you waited to see what he gave us that first game. He could return back to what he's always been, but at least you were able to get something uh, for a waiver pickup, which is always a good move. Uh, but then uh, I actually thought you peaked after the trade with Alex. You know, you, you had Nick Chubb, James Conner, Mike Evans, three starters right there. I do uh, not understand trading your best player, but you are one and eight. And if you can get value for him, great. Um, However, then you turn around and trade Connor and Evans to Alec, uh, to Matt, excuse me, for Mike Thomas, a backup quarterback in Drew Brees, and Damian Harris. Uh, I really just don't understand the motivation behind that one. Uh, but at the end of the day, you're walking out of this thing with Michael Thomas. You're walking out of this thing with Nick Chubb. You got a good quarterback for Matt Ryan's bye week. Uh, and who knows what Damian Harris could give you. So, uh, to your point, you can't get much worse than one and eight. And uh, I do think that you will secure the Tony. And I do think you're going to be playing Matt in the toilet bowl uh, for a chance to for us to be battling for either the Matt or the Ryan in 2021. Yeah, and uh, that'll be great. You know, I'll, I'll take it proudly. Whatever rebuilding year for the Wookies. Who gives a fuck at this point? Um, and I'm actually just now looking at my lineup and. I don't have a defense or kicker in yet, but every single player <laughs> down strategy. Every single player down to my tight end, so minus my flex defense and kicker, are all either questionable or on the IR. So, <laughs> so, so I have pulled a complete Matt Davis this year and uh, you know what, fuck it. It's gonna happen to everybody once in a while, a down year. We're on to twenty twenty one. Well, I mean, it happens to everybody every once in a while, except you now have four losing seasons in five years, and I have one out of 11 years. That That's cool. I've been to two championships. I, I don't give a fuck. I've, I've been to 
nine. That, well, but, I, that's, seven, no, that's six. Cool. Stroke. Sorry. How, how many? Stroke. You've been to nine? What? I've been to six. Six out of how many years? Ten. Okay. So, and I've been to two in how many years? Five. Two and five years? Four and ten. And I've been in six and ten, so my ratio is better. Okay. Barely. All right. You, we're, all we're moving you have on. is the fact that you beat me in the playoffs. That's it. So go ahead and say it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So we're yeah. moving on. And I've beaten you nine out of ten regular seasons. All right. Shut the fuck up so we can move on. <laughs> all right. And now we go with a review of week nine. Starting off with the Grand Poobahs. Who moved to nine in O in unprecedented territory and clinched a share of the Russian division title with a 106 to 92 point win over the Texas Gunslingers? Yeah, I mean, uh, I told you guys earlier today that you've awoken the beast. Like Chris said, it's been a long time since uh, you've activated. Angry Ryan. It's been a long, long time, actually. It might be since uh, the last NCAA tournament where I absolutely flipped a fucking lid on everybody. But now I'm going to go fucking hard in the paint. The beast is awake. The Poobahs take down the Texas Gunslingers. It's, it has to be the easiest victory of all. Um, really... I don't even know where to begin with with Jared and the Texas Gunslingers because I like I said before they're my least favorite team in the league. Love Jared as a person, but as the owner of the Texas Gunslingers, I cannot stand him. I also cannot stand him as an interviewee. Talk about the slowest, most dull interview on podcast history in this entire two seasons that we have of interviews here. He deserved that loss after that terrible interview he gave. Congrats to the Poobahs. You're still undefeated. Yes, we are. Uh, moving on to the next game, we have the Kraken dropping a relatively close one to Team Rayton, who was powered by a last-minute pickup of Christian Kirk. They take down the Kraken 101-91. to Justin moves to 7-2, and two, inching closer to a Trump division title. Alex losing control of second place in the Russian division, falling to 4-5. and five. Yeah, and you know, I'm, I'm sick of seeing the gif that Justin puts up every time he wins. Because literally, it just looks like a kid that sits in his... I mean, Justin looks like a kid that sits in his fucking basement and just wins a, the same video game over and over and over again while his mommy comes and scratches his back and gives him cookies and milk. I'm fucking sick of the gif. Someone beat this guy. I can't believe the Kraken didn't do it. So hopefully, I don't even know who's playing him this week. Hopefully they kick fair, his ass. To be fair, have you seen? If, if you wouldn't know, but we all know Justin. His hidden talent is he can beat the entire original Mortal Kombat game in just about ten minutes. That, that's it's does, incredible. That does not surprise me. He looks like a it kid. Is incredible. He looks like a kid that has broken many of controllers in his lifetime just from being pissed off about not being able to beat a video game. Next game. Next game, Mean Machine versus Coke Can and what proved to be the best matchup of the week. The Mean Machine, 
needing just .6 points. Half a point from Tom Brady on Monday Night Football to clinch a win. They had to wait until the Bucks' final drive to get it, but they inched past Kokin, 98.4 to 96.7. Uh, both teams now sitting at four and five, with Tyler owning a tiebreaker now against Danny for that sixth seed in the playoffs. Yeah, and, and Danny deserves to lose with that stupid fucking hair haircut that he has. I don't know if anybody saw it on Facebook. He recently changed his profile picture to this fucking goofy ass long haired picture where he looks like a middle of the Missouri dyke. God damn, I'm so glad that he cut his hair. Next game. Next game. Oh, glad you said next game, you asshole. Who just continues to say the most dickish shit possible. You lose to the fucking Tiger Kings, 97-3 to 72.6, officially eliminating you, officially unofficially eliminating you from the playoffs at 1-8. You're staying home. You should have stayed fucking Mexico. What say you? I will tell you. I thought that this was going to be an easy victory for me. It was not. I will also tell you that I got so upset this day that I lost to the Tiger Kings that I got the drunkest out of any day in Mexico to the point where my wife wanted to have sex with me on the shower floor and I couldn't get my dick card because I was so upset about losing the Tiger Kings. So congrats to them, and I'm still not out of the playoffs, you fucking dig. Ryan uh, was made limp dick by Bryce. Uh, our game of the week, we had HMD versus the Shockers, a battle to knock the other out of the playoffs, and the Shockers prevail 93.1 to 75.9. The Shockers moving to 4 and 5, HMD dropping to 3 and 6. Yeah, I don't even know what to say about Matt at this point. I've pulled out all the stops. The only other thing that I can say is that at this point, he's lost his fucking mind thinking that Trump is actually going to win the election. Like, he legitimately believes in, like, everything that is any conspiracy theory that has to do with Donald Trump, which makes me... makes anything that has been educated that has ever come out of his mouth illegitimized. He's slow on his feet and in his brain. Fuck you, Matt. And also, fuck the Shockers with the most punchable face in the league. (laughs) All right, and uh, after that, we're going to jump into our weekly segment, Beer of the Week. What gets you drunk or quicker? What comes in bottles or in cans? Beer. Can't get enough of it. Beer. How we really love it. Beer. Makes me think I'm a man. Beer. I could kiss and hug it, beer. but I'd rather chug it. Beer. Got my belly out to here. Beer. I could not refuse it. I could really use a beer. 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 And so uh, with this week's Beer of the Week, I'll start it off. Um, it's Masters Week. Thank God golf is back. The Masters are back. That beautiful voice that we love to hear. What's his fucking name? Jim Nance. Yes, Jim Nance. Hello, friends. Hello, friends. We'll see, you, we'll see you Sunday at Augusta. Yes, Jim Nance, that beautiful voiced motherfucker. Anyways, in honor of the Masters, I've got a Michelob Ultra. The It's a warm Michelob Ultra. It's the beer of the golf course here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tastes like beer pong. Um, red, white, and blue can. Very patriotic. Uh, 
Um, salute again to, to Bryce on this Veterans Week. Um, let's see. I mean, it, as a Michelob Ultra is, it's just damn smooth. Uh, pretty light. Um, really, I mean, I don't mind drinking this beer cold. Um, I've enjoyed several of these. Pretty skinny can here. I really don't know who this beer is. 95 calories. 2.6 grams of carbs. The Superior Light Beer. Alright, so, you know, as I said, it's the golfer of beers. The Superior Light Beer. Like I said, it's it's a smooth one. Um, patriotic can. Um, this is, this is going to be the forest of beers just because tall, slender can, nice looking, smooth, light. I could probably blow it over. Definitely could beat forest ass. And, uh, so I'm going to go with this one. That's, that's forest for you. Just before the simple fact that I think if I, if I were a can of beer, um, I would crush a Michelob Ultra and just like I would, I could think I could crush Forrest Shock. Just kidding, I love you, Forrest. I don't want to fight you. But this beer looks like a pussy, kind of like you. All right. And for my beer of the week, in honor of Ryan's return from Mexico, oh. cue, cue the music. We have the Modelo. Modelo Especial Cerveza. Alright, immediately taking the cap off this. It smells like shit. <coughs> smell like, like it has like it, if anybody's ever had a Modelo, it has just a very distinct smell. The only other beer I can think of that has a distinct smell is a Miller Lite, and those are gross. Beer. Just real crisp. And it's not too overpowering. Uh, it's sharp. It doesn't give you any more than you think it's going to. Uh, but it does the job. This thing's smooth. This thing's, it's, it's reliable. It's good. I like this beer. Uh, I don't know anybody that couldn't like this beer. Just like I don't know anybody that couldn't like Jared. Jared's such a nice guy. And just always fulfills expectations. Never going to get you more, but he's never going to leave you disappointed. Uh, and Jared likes to go on cruises. And cruises always go to Mexico. Uh, Jared, Jared also, uh, with the exception of Bryce, who lives 30 minutes from Tijuana, uh, Jared lives closest to Mexico, so, yep, Jared, Modelo, Cinco de Mayo. Muy bien, buenas tardes. Buenas noches. Excelente. Excelente. Señoras. Feliz Navidad. Da, 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 da. Feliz Navidad. Bud Light presents Real American Heroes. 
Today we salute you, Mr. Driving Range Ball Picker-Upper. Mr. Driving Range Ball Picker-Upper. For our pure enjoyment, you bravely throw yourself directly in the path of adversity. And you do it on a tractor. Riding high. Oh, the rules call for friendly fire. But you know we're all gunning for you. Gunning for you. Let her rip, you say. Because someone's gonna hit a little dribbler. And they're gonna try and chase it down. And when they do, you'll be there. So crack open an ice cold Bud Light range guy. Because in this world of mamby pambies, you're the one with all the balls. Bud Light Beer, Anheuser Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. All right, and so calling in today, we got the owner of the Mean Machine, Tyler Davis, joining us today. And Tyler, it's good to have you on the potty. You've been bitching for a little while about not being on this year's podcast, so giving you some free airtime. Welcome. I sent one text suggesting I should join the pod. I've not been bitching, but it, it will help your viewership. So. I mean, it, it's not going to help our viewership any more than – I mean, it, basically, you're bitching as just as much as everybody is about the election right now, about not being on the podcast. That's how it came off. You're just as pissed off about that. Let's start with that, Ty. Uh, sure. Let's let's get your thoughts. Uh, not on what has happened, but who will be president of the United States on February 1st? Who's going to be our president? Yeah, unfortunately, I think it will be Biden. Oh, I don't think. You're a lot smarter than everybody else in our group text. My, think- my, money, my money's on Cam- Kamala Harris. <laughs> <laughs> Well, even even if there is enough fraud, I don't think there's enough evidence to prove enough fraud to overturn the results. Thank so. you. Well, you're a reasonable man. I'm I'm glad that there's a sane person in the league with me. As much as I'd like to see Trump win, I mean, it's just not going to happen. So everybody shut the fuck up about it. I'm sick of seeing all the bullshit on the text thread about it. So let's move on from that. Wow. Is Ryan going... Back to being a lib? No, I'm just fucking sick of seeing all the bullshit about it. Like, put your big boy pants on and move on. Like, four years from now, vote again. Like, it's not the end of the fucking world. You're acting like a bunch of libs losing. To be fair, I've checked every day since the election to see if I had a vote cast for me in Clark County, Nevada, which I didn't switch my registration till October, and I have yet to vote. On the record, in Clark County. All right, good. I'm glad you're not a part of the fraud. Anyway, Tyler, you've made an insane comeback from the beginning of the season. You were down in the bottom of the barrel with yours truly, uh, who's still there at the worst team in the league. But you and your brother were both down there with me, and you've two years in a row now have made an insane comeback, and uh, you're on the playoff push. What do you attribute to it, and uh, do you think you're going to make the playoffs? Well, my, my strategy has always been to lose a bunch of games up front so you're first in the waiver order, and then you can pick up the good players. Um, yes, I'm going to make the playoffs. Um, this week will help me push Shock out of any contention, and Chris will demolish Danny. Um, so 
it's all but certain at this point. We've got the trade deadline coming up here after this week. Are there any moves that you're considering making? Are there any discussions that you're having? And if so, what positions are you targeting? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty weak at RB2. Um, it'd be nice to pick up someone that consistently scored over 10 points, but I mostly have um, some running backs that live or die by their short yardage touchdowns. Um, they're not getting a ton of carries a game, so it's boom or bust for a lot of my my second tier running backs. Um, but I think I, I have a ton of decent wide receivers. Um, a, a couple that have kind of shined recently and, and played consistently. So, um, I think the team's healthy. I'm trying to make some moves, um, with some injured players that might be coming back soon. Uh, but we'll see if they turn into anything. I will uh, not be afraid to drop anybody um, that's on my bench at this point. They're all garbage. I started Carson Wentz after he was dropping 30 every game, and he fumbled twice and threw two interceptions. So um, that was quite disappointing. So you're okay. That's with, where I'm if, at. If you're, you're, you're okay with dropping everybody on your bench, would you be open to trading um, me, Deontay Johnson? I don't even know who that is. Yeah. Nope. Okay. Take him. Cool. I'll uh I'll trade you uh Duke Johnson for Deontay Johnson. Well, I don't want a, a crap player for my player. <laughs> He's gonna sit on my bench. You said take him. <laughs> well, you gotta give me someone that can Well, I was I was trying to make I was trying to make the first trade ever live on the podcast, but I guess it's just not gonna work. Yeah, that, that would be taking advantage of your platform to uh, push nefarious trades. Yeah, it'd be very CNN of of me. Um, so yep. you're playing, you're playing, uh, you're playing Forrest this week, and the Shockers. Would Would you agree that he's the most unlikable person in the league? It, well, you know, Forrest is great face to face. I think at this point he has face to face. He has the most punchable face in the league. Well, that's true, but he's great to hang out with, you know? Okay. The, the, the problem is he has surpassed Danny for the worst friend. Like he's still your friend, but you, you're only friends when you happen to be like at the same place at the same time. <laughs> he's not going out of his way to let you know he's in town and wants to hang out. <laughs> Uh, I, I compare it to my, my uncle, Tim. He called me one time. Uh, he was at the St. Louis airport and he wanted to let me know that he had just spent two weeks in St. Louis and he was leaving. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> so it, yeah, it's nice to see that, Forrest was close to breaking the, the league low record this year. I hope he does it this week. Um, his team is pretty inconsistent, so hopefully I have the upper hand. Well, we're definitely taking a look at a big 
matchup. I mean, right now, if the playoffs were today, you would have the sixth seed, Forrest would have the eighth seed, but you guys are both four and five. This matchup is huge for playoff implications. We need we need an outlook. If you win this matchup, you're looking great for the playoffs. If you lose, you're going to need help. What's the score? Who's your key player for the week? And why are you going to kick the shit out of Forrest? Yeah, so I, I still think um, Dalvin Cook is my guy, but he's not going to put up nearly as many points um, against the Bears D as he had, has the last couple weeks. Um, Kenyon Drake might be back, so that'll be a solid running back. Um, he at least gets some carries. He's still do or die scoring a touchdown. Um, I told you earlier today, Chris, that A.J. Brown is going to put up three touchdowns in this game so far. And a half, one reception, <laughs> 21 yards. He, so, he did drop a wide yeah, open, he was wide open. like an 80-yard touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, he's, he's a disappointment some weeks, but he can also freak out. So, yeah, I think Kenyon Drake being back and Dalvin Cook, um, my steady workhorse. Hopefully Tom Brady doesn't shit his pants this week. Um, but I think I have, I have solid chances even if everybody has a mediocre game because I'm playing a mediocre team. All right, so um, what's, what's your, I guess, what's your guess on the score? What do you think the score is going to be your game this week? Well, I think Shock will finish in the 70s. Um, and I will surpass that before Cook even plays on Monday night. Wow, do you want to play? My flex, my flex will be playing Monday night too. So, yeah, I'll stand by that. I will hit 70 before, before Monday night. Monday night, and it will be an easy win. Wow. Okay. So before Dalvin Cook and Allen Robinson play, are going to hit seventy points. Uh, you want to make a bet on that? A bet of the week with me? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sucking any toes or, <laughs> or which I still have. I do still have to shotgun three beers. Just waiting for my uh, my quarantine process to end, so me and Chris can get together and I can do that next week, and then. What was my Are you bet? COVIDed? Yeah. Some, some, Did you get the Rona? Yeah, I mean, I traveled, so I'm trying not to be around people. But um, all right. Yeah. So I'm I'm trying to be a good citizen. Um, but Bitch. I think I made another bet before I left. I don't remember what it was, but there's another one that I have to pay up for still. So I guess that won't be my bet of the week. I'd love it for it to be, but. Who knows? Maybe after after this interview is over with, we'll we'll do that. But you got any good stories about anybody in the league that you want to tell? Yeah. So I thought of this story the other night, and uh, I just—it's just me and Allison sitting on the couch watching Netflix, and I just bust out laughing, and I can't stop. It was twenty minutes, and she's asking me about it, and I can hardly get it out. I'm laughing so hard. So here's the story. There's these three girls and there's actually like several parts of the story there's these three girls one of them was was a steady um visitor of the night for alex um and <laughs> they wanted to 
hang out with us and, and go out to the bars. And this is um, when Jared was our DD and Alex would buy him a pizza every time he picked us up. Uh, dangerous uh, DD. He, he ran me over yeah. one time. Well, anyway, so there's – God, looking back, I felt like there were 20 people in the car. I know Tony was there with some girl. That's probably nice. one of the only times that Tony has had a girlfriend, like, officially, um, at least for an extended period of time. And so there's these three randos and then the regular crew. So, hold on, hold on, hold on. Back up and restart your that part of the story without Tony because that automatically makes this, the story worse. So just – Back up and tell us that Tony was not there. All right. So Tony was nowhere to be found. <laughs> uh, and I think it was in the Suburban. So we we hang out at the bar with these girls or we meet them there or something like that. And they want to come back to the house. Um, so somebody who wasn't there said something really offensive to one of the girls. And she freaks out, asks us to pull over. Um, the crazy thing is they're all wearing slutty dresses. Um, you can see their hooch, um, while they're standing up straight, their, their skirts are so short and they've all got four inch heels on. Um, and there is six inches of snow on the ground. So we pull over per the request of this gal, um, and she gets out and, uh, walks into this, I think it was a parking garage. So the two other girls are screaming at her to get back in. The door's wide open, uh, and they're screaming at her. And uh, Alex told one girl, hey, you should go get her. So that girl gets out and starts walking after the other girl screaming at her. And and one girl remains, and uh, she's the smartest one because she looks at all of us, and we all have a grin on our faces. And, <laughs> and she says, don't. Believe me. And <laughs> Alex, Alex is like, oh, we won't leave you. We won't leave you. Go get the girls. And she's like, okay. She steps out of the car and shuts the door. And as soon as the door shuts, Alex is like, go, go. <laughs> <laughs> These four girls in slutty dresses and heels in six inches of snow are stranded on East Campus. <laughs> Oh, well, part, part two to that story is the same girls, um, they're, they come over for a party during two-a-days, and I would, I would um, have early morning, like, waits or camp, uh, and I would go into the facilities, do the, do the practice, and then I'd come back at, like, 10 or 11 a.m. And, and take a nap. Well... I come back, and these three girls are sleeping in my bed. At least two of the same three girls in my bed. And I'm pissed. You know, I'm working my ass off at camp. I'm tired. I want to sleep. So I make them get out of my bed. Um, Part three of this story (laughs) is we had this shitty couch, and it's our college couch, the gray one. Um. And we're all like moving out of Columbia and Matt is trying to get rid of it. So he puts it on Craigslist for $20 and puts my phone number on the listing. And I get all these people calling me and like 
harassing me over this $20 couch. One guy threatened to shoot me with his shotgun. And anyway, the one of these girls, which I didn't know at the time, is asking me about the couch. She asks, um, hey, can you deliver it? And I say, no, it's a $20 couch. And she asks if I can clean it. I say, no, it's a $20 couch. Um, so anyway, she starts getting flirty. And I'm like, oh, you know, what's your name? Who are you? And she tells me her name and says, you should look me up. Well, I look her up on Facebook, and it's that one of those girls that was sleeping in my bed that morning. <laughs> I just reply, I say, I know you. You can't have my couch. <laughs> <laughs> well. But, yeah, that's the story of the three bimbos in the snow. <laughs> All right, and so now we're going to jump into our, what is this, week 10? Week 10. Week 10 preview with our guest picker of the week, owner of the Mean Machine, Tyler Davis. Tyler, great interview earlier. Now we're going to step into the picks of the week, and uh, Chris, take it away. Yes, first off, week 10 We've got maybe the easiest game to pick, the 4-5 and five Texas Gunslingers against the two pocket Wookiees with an amazing record of 1-8. and eight. Yep. I uh, Have you guys ever seen Firefest, like the Firefest documentary? Well, both of them. Okay. You know, the, the old guy that's kind of like his, like, I don't know if he's like his PR partner, real gay dude. Well, and he, like, goes to, like, suck dick for water. <laughs> I suck more dick than that guy. I'm definitely taking the gunslingers over the Tupac Wookiees. <laughs> Ty, now's your turn to pig. Yeah, I'm with you on this one. This is an easy week for Jared, just like it's been an easy week for everyone throughout the season, except for me. I think I'm your one. My one, so. one victory. Thank you for that. Yeah, it's true. Awesome. Next, we have the Shockers at four and five against the Mean Machine at four and five. Playoff implications. Yeah, and uh, that's uh, another easy pick for us. I'm definitely going with the Mean Machine on this one. Uh, the Shockers really are just clinging on to Josh Jacobs for dear life. Um, kind of like, I mean, it's almost like a, a marriage that should just they should just divorce already. He's just clinging on to that final piece of love that he has for Jacobs. He won't even trade him for half my team. Um, so I'm definitely going with Mean Machine on this one. Shockers are probably going to put up another 40-point week. Easy win for the Mean Machine on the way to the playoffs. Yep, once again, I'm with you. Uh, easy win for yours truly. Um, Shock has shit his pants this whole year. Um, barely won the games he has won, so I'm, I'm pretty confident. All right, next we have HMD. The brother of Tyler going up against Raiden. Raiden in first place in the Trump division. HMD in last. Yeah, this one, um, you know, I I just uh, believe that, in my humble opinion, I just raped Matt earlier this evening. Um, 
and his butt is going to be sore for a while because he's getting raped twice in the same weekend. He's going to get destroyed by Team Raiden on his way to playing me in the toilet bowl. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really uh, gonna shit on Carson Wentz here. So <laughs> I, I was ragging on Matt right before the game tonight, and, and told him he should have started. Um, what the fuck's his name? Tannehill. Yep. And uh, you know, Wentz is a head case. He's red-haired like Danny, um, and is just kind of spastic. So in all likelihood multiple turnovers um Matt ends up losing a close one um but yes Justin pulls this one out yeah Carson Wentz definitely looks like one of those guys that would if he would have gone he had like a fork in the road as a child he could have used his athletic talents and abilities which luckily he did or the other route he could have ended up being like the next Unabomber or something he does he looks like a fucking terrorist <laughs> Next, we have Coke Can. Danny, his name rhymes with Rager, but we can't say it. Uh, going up against the Grand Poobahs, the undefeated Grand Poobahs, yours truly. Coke Can versus Poobahs, what do we got? Poobahs stay undefeated. Uh, they just traded for Julio Jones, breaking news on the podcast literally right before we started recording the Cran Poobahs traded Todd Gurley for Julio Jones just adds another absolutely explosive weapon to his already extremely dynamic uh, roster here and Coke Can just doesn't stand a chance I mean his best two players are his two receivers and after that he's really got nothing so Poobahs stay undefeated on this one for me yeah another easy pick um, I think Chris won't. It won't be as easy uh, with a lot of your weapons on the bench, but this one's going to be a win for the Poobahs. All right, and now we have the game of the week. We've got the Kraken at four and five against the Tiger Kings at five and four. A battle for second place in the Russian division in control of the playoff destiny. A team that has won three championships coming into this year versus a team that had only won four games coming into this year. Kraken versus Tiger Kings, game of the week. What are the picks? Honestly, I think both these teams end up with shit weeks. Uh, right now, Derrick Henry's not having a great game already. Neither is Jonathan Taylor for the Kraken. He wouldn't trade me Derrick Henry. Instead, he trades me Nick Chubb, which I think Nick Chubb's going to go off and Derrick Henry's going to throw up a dud. Um, really, right now, both these lineups don't look that great. Um, I think neither one of them are a real threat to the playoffs. Um, I think their best days are behind them, um, just like their best days with uh, the ladies are behind them as well. Um, so... I'm going to go with a toss-up on this one, coin flip, and the Tiger Kings beat the crack in this week for me. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm, I'm doing a lot of agreeing with you tonight. I think with with the MVP, uh, Mr. Koo, on the bench, uh, Alex has no hope um, unless Josh Allen has a monster game, uh, which is unlikely. Uh, so Tiger Kings... Um, 
gonna get the win and that bitch Carol Baskins can go to hell. Yeah, I think I think uh the, the Kraken ever since they signed Koo got the China virus and then now that's when their team really started to tank. So maybe that's maybe that's not their secret weapon. Maybe it's the the poison. They need they need to get rid of them. All right. Well, Ty, thanks for uh, giving us your picks of the week. You weren't very argumentative. I think you agreed with every single one of my picks. So that was uh, <laughs> real, real, <laughs> real original there, Ty. Well, you know we've we've polarized the league there is an obvious top tier in both divisions um and it you know down the stretch it's it's going to be uh, pretty obvious who the key players are in the playoffs so all right we're well, at that point last year last year I, ro- I rode on uh, your coattails and, and i was a, a big fan of the mean machine and i gotta say if, if there's any team that i'm rooting for um out of the the trump division it's going to be you so uh gonna have fun watching you in the playoffs and good to have you on the pod man well let me tell you i prefer you don't ride my coattail because i was like plus 1200 bucks in vegas until you started betting with me <laughs> and then i lost like 400 dollars. so you know root for somebody else <laughs> and i did just say that i suck more dicks than the guy on Firefest. so me riding your coattail That'd be a pretty painful time for you. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and uh, it's time for everybody's favorite, one of their favorite segments every single week, the lock of the week. You better lock it up. You better lock it up. No, you lock it up. You lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. Please. And this week's lock of the week, Chris mentioned earlier in the, in the episode a little bit of reverse psychology that i might be trying to pull i wasn't then but i am now my lock of the week is the grand poobahs taking down team coke can really i'm hoping team coke can uses that as reverse psychology and gives the poobahs their first loss we don't want them to go undefeated they're already going to win the championship so we don't need that hung over our head as well poobahs over team coke can your lock of the week and that's going to do it for this week's episode of the Fantasy Roast. We'll see you next week for week 11. Will I be knocked out of the playoffs this week? We'll find out then. Everybody enjoy your football Sunday while you're listening to this podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. Tupac Wookies and Grand Poobahs. Peace out.